0: Hello, guys. You're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive
1: Hi guys, welcome to
0: another video and I'd like to start off this video by saying thank you for the comments. The comments recently have been phenomenal. There's people on this uh, channel or in this community that really know their stuff. I'm telling you like you guys have such a grasp, you know, on the whole subject and it's just really enlightening and really supportive to people that are starting out on this journey, to hear your experience. The experiences are invaluable. So, I mean, everyone has a different story, but we're coming at things sometimes from a different angle. But you'll find always the behavior patterns are the same. Um, which kind of leads us to believe that well, it leads me to believe that it's coming from some kind of a, an evil Bible, for want of a better word, an evil instruction manual. Um, but they all follow the same type of patterns, just in different circumstances. It pans out in different ways. So today, what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about um, the discard. Um, Mark, you left a comment that really, really broke my heart. Um it, it brought me back to my own discard and it reminded me of the cruelty, the absolute cruelty of it, and how broken it can leave you, particularly particularly if you don't have the in the knowledge and the information about what's been happening. Um it can actually it can actually turn somebody to very, very, to a very dark place if they don't know that they've been with a narcissist, which again, I implore you, I plead with you. If you think somebody may be going through this, please share some of the videos, this one or any or any channels videos, just to get the knowledge out there. So without further ado, I'm going to cover two types of discard here. Now, remember that the discard is part of the narcissistic cycle. Love bombing, devaluation and discard. Sometimes the narcissists don't get to do the discarding and some of us just can't take any more. We maybe find out that the narcissist has been cheating or there's extreme financial abuse. Something makes us aware that we're not in a good place and that we can't take any more of this and we discard. But I'm not going to cover that topic today. However, what you're left with when you leave a narcissist is often very similar to to one that's been discarded by a narcissist. We're still left with the same self-doubt, the same uh, shock, the same grieving and we still go through a very similar process. So I'd like to dedicate this video to all of you. And to you, Mark, um, for leaving the comment that triggered the video. So I hope it helps. So the narcissist, the narcissist has to eventually discard because one of the relationships getting too peaceful and it's going too well. That is a state where they're not getting supply. There's not a lot of emotional emotionality going on, and they become very bored and they're not you're not reflecting back to them their mask as such because you've kind of you've gone into a state where your supply is that is flatlining for them so they will try and pump it up in the devaluation stage but they eventually will always discard a source of supply it's part and parcel of the dynamic no matter who they're with they could be with the most the best person on the planet They're still going to discard them because at some point you let the narcissist down. Now, you may not know this. It may be just something you've done that the narcissist takes offense at and feels that you're not on their team. You're not for them. And you've changed. That's the general consensus. You've changed. You've let them down. And therefore, they have to discard you. That's one of their justifications in the discard. The discard is, the purpose of the discard is to pump up the narcissist and to give them a full, a full sense of power and control over you. And it's to see you annihilated because if you're annihilated, they work in extremes, they work in black and white. If you're annihilated down there, that puts them way up there and they're in power and they've total power and control over you. And even if they go on to somebody else, they'll still have you under control and in power, power over you. And they'll feel that they can get you back at any stage. So they're not losing anything. They're only getting a sense of justification for everything they had to do for you. This is payback for the love bombing. Remember, a narcissist feels superior. They've feel entitled, they feel they shouldn't ever have had to love bomb anyone, but they were desperate for their fix, their supply. So they had to love bomb you to get you under control. But they resented having to do this. So this is payback for you thinking that you were so great. And in the love bomb, when you felt so happy and so great, this is to show you that it was them that made you feel so happy and so great, that you're not great, you're nothing, you're weak, you you let them down. Um, you've a lot of faults and they can't possibly be with you any any longer there's much they're entitled to much better and they will find much better this is the way they think you have to remember narcissists they don't think like you do so whenever you say to yourself how could they do this you know why would they leave such a good situation? Um, Did they not love me? Did they not? Don't. You can't think like that. These are not. They're not human beings in that. They don't. They just don't have empathy. They're not capable of loving. It's not the way they think. They think totally different to you. So in my mind, that makes them another species but the important thing for us is to remember that they are not of us. They don't think like us. And therefore, you have to put yourself into the narcissist mindset if you want to understand why they do different things. Understanding is good why they do different things. But accepting that they're very different and that they're never going to be a loving partner You're never, ever going to have a fulfilling relationship with one of these people. And the best you can hope for is to get away with your life. Now, that is a very dark prediction for being with some of some of this type of cluster B individual. So the discard, the two different types of discard they I'll go through now They, they often, they can, they can vary this up. They can go through a variety. They can switch from one type to another. But the discard is actually, and I hope this isn't triggering if you've just been left by a narcissist. The discard is two things. One, it's a gift. You'll only find this out on the healing journey. It's a gift in a sense that the narcissist has left you and you haven't wasted any more time with a non-entity. And you have the possibility of going forward and living a good life and a great life and meeting someone who is worthy of you. And two, the shock and the absolute abhorrent cruelty of the discard is like getting a big slap in the face because it wakes you up to the fact that All the things that you put aside and tried to justify and didn't feel were right in the relationship, you suddenly realize this isn't normal. And it's the key to wake us up, to wake you up, to go and look for the information. And you Google and you, you know, ask people and you, you, you hit, you finally find out that you were actually with a person who had a personality disorder and it explains so many things that happened and it explains so much of the abuse and and in understanding the abuse it it helps you heal because the narcissist when they're discarding you will do so much projection and so much blame shifting and listen to the projection listen to what they're accusing you of and listen to the names they're calling you and It gives you a huge amount of information as to who they are. So remember everything they said to you in the discard. Because if you ever want a character analysis of the narcissist you were dealing with, they will have given it to you in the discard for sure. The other thing is the blame shifting. They truly believe at this point in the transaction ship that you are the one to blame because they don't take any responsibility or accountability you were the one to blame and you let them down now you could have you could have given them thousands hundreds of thousands you could have looked after them like a slave you could have nursed them back to health you could have loved them like you've loved no other none of that matters to them They have no object constancy in the moment that they're discarding you. None of that matters. You are the person that they see in that moment. They believe that you are the bad one, that you are the baddie. This is insane stuff, guys. This is why the narcissists don't think like you. Just keep that, bear that in mind. This discard has nothing to do with you. It's to do with a personality disorder. It's to do with a mental health sickness. Now, the two methods that they will use in the discard, they want it to be as devastating as possible because everything they felt they had to put up with in the relationship when they were being fake all the time they had to wear that mask for you and you thought that you were so great. This is your payback. So the payback has to be as awful as possible and you have to be left as devastated as possible for them to go away without feeling injured and feeling way, way, way up there, way above you. Because it's the only way That they can avoid looking at the shame and looking at their true selves. So I have to get to the point, the two types of discard they will give you. The first type of discard, and remember discards can come out of nowhere. One day you are thinking that you are in a although strange good relationship because you're totally trauma bonded to the narcissist you're suffering from cognitive dissonance and you are in fear of the bad phase and you are on your best behavior and the narcissist is milking it but things have gotten worse but they will they will they will replace the the bad times with periods of love bombing again to keep you there. So you could have gone from a month of love bombing to the next day, they say, they tell you or they don't tell you, but they're discarding you. And it's the final finale for now. So you're basically, it's basically as if somebody has died. You are dropped like a hot potato. And it's a very, very, very big cruel shock so what they will do is there's a few there's so many different ways they can actually leave you you know there's ghosting they can give you some excuses they can um, tell you about somebody else there's a, a variety of different ways that they'll do it but the overall common denominator is that it's very sudden it's very unexpected it's not like anything you'd ever imagine the ending of a relationship to be. And it sets your alarm bells off because, you know, this ain't normal. This is not normal. There is nothing normal about it. So type A of the discard is that the narcissist leaves you with very little they'll either tell you why they're leaving with a flurry of different insults about you and blame shifting and they will disappear they will for all intents and purposes block you on social media may let a few texts come through but usually will turn you off everything like whatsapp texts they will they will ghost you so to speak And all channels of communication to them will be blocked. You won't hear anything about what they're doing for months upon months. And if you ask about them to friends or family, they won't be in a relationship to the best, to the best knowledge of the friends and family. Or they may be just seeing someone, but they're certainly not in a relationship. That'll be the word coming back if you are in touch with flying monkeys or anyone. This is excruciating. I don't know which of the discards is better, but this is excruciating because you feel that they've left you. They've left a good situation where you are making firm plans for the future at probably a day before they left you, and then you can't get to communicate with them in any way, shape or form. You're left with the words they left you with, that it was all your fault, and you are left with a huge amount of self-doubt. And imagine you if you didn't know anything about narcissistic personality disorder or this evilness that goes on. You would be looking at yourself and you would really, really be in a very bad state because you'd still be trauma bonded. You'd still have cognitive dissonance. You'd still think that this was the love of your life and they left you because of you. And that's enough to drive some people to suicide because they're so hurt. They're grieving so much and their whole Their whole self identity nearly has been wiped out and they've been isolated from family and friends. The narcissist has done a job on them. The second type of discard is where the narcissist goes off and wants you to know that they're in their relationship of their life with somebody else that they've met someone else who's going to make them and is making them the happiest person on earth. This is also incredibly cruel because they've left you, they've done the discard, the cruelty of it. And not only that, but they're holding someone else up. They're not only telling you that you're, you're shit, basically, that you're not worth um, even talking to. And They have found someone who is so much better than you. Guys, I don't know which discard is worse. The first one leaves you hanging on for longer. The first one where they won't communicate with you because you think maybe that there's something gone wrong in their lives and they're maybe having a meltdown or a breakdown or they need time to think. They'll often say to you they need space the one i was with said they needed space and when i came back and said well i need space too to think about this they lost it and they sent me kind of a list of conditions that i would have to meet if they came if they were to return so look guys you know they use it and abuse it they they use this control over you i don't know which one is worse the first one where they don't rub someone else in your face is excruciating because you're left with so many unanswered questions and they'll also do this because you, they may have discarded you a little bit um in haste or before they wanted to and they hadn't quite secured their source of supply to make you know that the next your um the runner up to you or the next contender for your position so They may not want to rub the supply that they're grooming in your face because they may want to keep the option open of coming back to you. So they keep you on the hook more so. The second one where they rub the new supply in your face is enough to, enough to really, 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 uh, put you in a very bad position mentally. It's, it's, uh, excruciatingly painful. Maybe that one's better. I don't know. But that one, that one, if you can survive it, will give you that wake up call that you really need to at that stage to recover if you can survive it. um, when you see the new supply and if you can keep it together, if you can keep it together mentally, um, it may be. It may spur spur you on to a quicker healing process. But guys, just look at the second one even. The second discard where they rub the the new supply in your face. I mean, think about this. Now think about this as like a healthy, normal person, an adult, dropping one adult and picking another adult up and suddenly being so happy You know, that they even decided to marry this new person within a few months. Recipe for disaster, you're dealing with an insane person here. You're dealing with an evil, non-loving, no empathy individual who is not going to be happy with the next person. How can they possibly be that happy with a stranger, even if they were having an affair with them six months prior to you knowing about it? It's not possible. These things don't happen in real life. But you get so caught up in the narcissist's fantasies that at that time, if you don't know about narcissistic evil, it can get you, it can throw you over to the other side. We really have to understand that we're dealing with a, a an empty person. There's no person there, no identity other than a very A very young, undeveloped child hiding behind a big adult fake mask that there is nothing behind. Relationships with them don't last. They don't have relationships with people. They're not capable of loving. So, guys, that's the two types of discard, the main two types of discard you get from the narcissists. Now they can leave you and there's no one else there for six months or a year and the new supply comes along and they want to rub them in your face at that stage. That's another thing that they can do. So they can change it up a bit. But the narcissist that does the first discard that doesn't want to rub new supply in your face or doesn't want it to appear that they've gone into another relationship, even though they secretly will do this. They will go into another relationship behind your back. They'll keep it from family and friends until they feel it's an appropriate time to let family and friends know about it. These are the narcs that want uh, to manage their image um, very carefully. Um, the the type of narcissist that does the second uh, type of discard, where the new supply is there immediately they have a different kind of background thing going on. Their family and friends may not be close around them at the time. They may have never done that before. And they may be able to explain to the family and friends that they just fell in love, that they didn't want to hurt you. But this is, you know, they couldn't deal with you because you were. Oh, I have I have to do another another video. This The time is running out here. I have to do another video on uh, what they call you and all the different things that they will tell people about when they're discarding you to justify it. But um, yeah, it just depends on the situation that the narcissist is in as to which discard they'll choose and which is more beneficial to them. But the main aim of the discard is to throw you under a bus. So be careful of any buses that you see coming towards you. Know that you were dealing with the discard and enable it enable it, that discard, that grieving, that shock, enable, let that enable you to find out the knowledge about what you were dealing with and to become empowered and to know how strong you are and were to get through this and to continue on your journey to put you out into the world because the world needs you and it needs to know about narcissists. Thanks guys. I will see you again soon. Take great care of yourselves.